Welcome to the Big Daddy Sports Minute, sports talk from the fans' perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me, as usual, Michael and Jason. Why the sound effects already? I know. <laughs> I'm in a little lammy mood. for me? What, Jay? So was that for me? That was challenging. That yeah. was Jason. Jason. Yeah. So, uh, how you guys doing? How was your week? Uh, what's going on right now, Big Daddy? Are we doing pleasantries? We're doing pleasantries, Michael. Oh. Well, my week was, Jay, you want, I'm going to go first since go I ahead. just started interrupting and talking. Um, yeah, it's all right. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to say, really. All right. How yeah. about you, Jay? Very positive. Yeah, I'm doing doing great. Um, had a busy weekend. Started working around the house. Um, tore my deck all apart. So I found out with owning a home, I'm really good at demo. I'm just not very good at putting <laughs> stuff back. <laughs> so my house is kind of in shambles right now. But hey, it's all right. That's good though. I mean, it's, at least it's pleasant to listen to when you say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is. That's that's good though. When it's all back together, it'll probably look a lot better yeah i'm making some progress yeah if, if you get somebody besides you to rebuild it exactly <laughs> how about you paul um michael i'm doing wonderful i am it's, you are you're wonderful i am i'm doing wonderful you like your new job i love my new job i hate my job um no my job's going great uh everything's going good i'm as usual excited to be here and it's just i'm just i'm very pleasant during the pleasantries michael this is definitely a dream. This is exactly. definitely getting funner the more we do this. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just like absolutely. I like. I'm starting to like it more now. <laughs> no matter how many times the song is played, it's right. still pleasant. I'll keep, I'll keep, keep playing that. <laughs> I just like talking over that music. Yeah, it puts me in a very pleasant mood. It damn right it does. Well, you know, it's very relaxing, so that's good. But um, well, good. I'm glad you guys are doing good. Um, I'm doing wonderful, like I said. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit later um, about uh, the changes we talked about last week on the show that are coming up. So um, big changes happening, Michael. Oh, boy. Big changes. Oh, boy. Yep. So, um, but tonight uh, we're going to start out with uh, Mike's got his lost and found segment back. All right. Mike, you know what else we're going to do tonight? Uh, um, yes. What just happened? <laughs> Look, that's my favorite one. <laughs> and then we'll have a Big Daddy injury report. Jason's got his top ten tonight, and then we'll do the final take. All right. Sounds like a good show. Sounds sounds like we're going to have a lot of fun. So All right. Let's get this thing rolling, Michael, with uh, Lost and Found. You got it, Big Daddy. So, guys, my lost and I'm gonna I've kind of revamped a little bit about how I'm doing my lost and founds. Okay. So, um, I've listened to a lot of them and I found myself I rambled a little, just a little bit, well, because I was memorizing everything and I could know, never see. It took you me doing three that. weeks to me- what? I could never see you rambling. No, I, I did a little. <laughs> 
That's uh, shocking. So, so I really just yeah. figured I would, like, now I'm going to just get a little more professional about it. Okay, that's okay. good. We'd like professional. All right, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. So this week we are doing Jim McMahon, quarterback for Chicago Bears, 1985 Super Bowl champion. Yes, I remember Jim McMahon, Super yeah. Bowl shuffle. Super Bowl shuffle, that's right. In yeah. my in my loss and founds, I'm going to have tidbits now. So before I get into what he's doing now, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw some tidbits of information that's going to just be so exciting and interesting stuff, even though we don't like that word. <laughs> Are those similar to fun facts? It's similar to fun facts, but it's not fun facts because these aren't fun. Because some of Got them, <laughs> one of them is kind of gross, and one of them is scary, <laughs> and the other one is just like darn interesting. So, perfect. So, what, so Jim McMahon, great. he was a football player, right? Jim McMahon was a football player, was a quarterback, played college at BYU. Um, it's a, Honestly, this surprised me when I found this out. McMahon set 32 NCAA records, including single-season records for yards or yards of total offense, 4,627, passing yards, 4,571, touchdown passes, 47, wow. and passing efficiency, 176.9. Wow. Yeah, that was all his... Uh, he won a lot of awards in college, too, didn't he? He did. He won a lot of the WAC Player of the Week awards. Mm-hmm. That's wacky. That'd be the Western Athletic Conference. Oh, I thought it was wacky. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he did win. He did win some awards. Um, Then he did go to the – That explains all the records if he played in that conference. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's not like there was any competition. Jason knows what's up. Um, But then he was drafted by Chicago and uh, played for several teams. Was he drafted first round? Um, He was drafted – He was drafted first round, fifth overall. Wow. That's yes. pretty good. Yes, it was. All right, here we go. You want some tidbits on this guy? I'm ready for some tidbits. Let's get some Michael. tidbits. So you know he won Super Bowl with Chicago Bears. Correct. He also won another Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. Did you say that already? No. No. And uh, both of those Super Bowls, he was back up to Brett Favre on the Green Bay Packer one. I was going to say he wasn't uh, in Chicago. No, it was in the Green Bay. Uh, and Green Bay was a rival of Chicago. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, believe they any, still are. At, they <laughs> exactly. might be. A little bit, maybe. Uh, but both of his Super Bowl, both, both of his Super Bowls, <laughs> both of his Super Bowls <laughs> uh, were against the New England Patriots. Isn't that something? That's crazy. That is a tidbit, my Your friend. Your boys lost Twice. their first two Super Bowls to Jim McMahon. To Jim McMahon. Well, in two different roles. Still, he was on the team. Yeah. Um, anyway, so did you know this? There's another little fun tidbit of it. Found it's a fun fact tidbit. Uh, I can't <laughs> use fun fact. Uh, in the Super Bowl where he won, where he was with the Chicago Bears, uh, did you know that he was the first quarterback in the history of the Super Bowl to rush for two touchdowns? Huh? I did not know that's that. That's a that's a tidbit of information there for you, boys. It is. Yeah, and here we go. So you know he was uh, he was he got back in those days the Bears are pretty rough and tough and tumbly you know and he got uh, his ass beat a lot so <clears throat> there was one season where McMahon, McMahon sustained a season-ending injury when he was brutally tackled by two Los Angeles defenders Los Angeles was that the Rams back then no mm-hmm. back then and uh, was the Raiders Los Angeles Raiders no 
Well, the Rams and Raiders were both in L.A. at one point. Yeah, I think they were. He suffered, so I think they were playing both teams at the same time. (laughs) So he suffered bruised ribs and a lacerated kidney on the play, but limped to the huddle and breathlessly called. This is a tidbit, by the way. It's a long one. He breathlessly called the next play. And despite difficulty breathing and increasing pain, the players could barely hear him in the huddle. And when McMahon attempted an audible at the line of scrimmage, Sit hot. Uh, the Bears receivers were un- unable to hear his call. McMahon was on the field, on the verge of co- collapsing on the field. Oh God, this is this is riveting. And clutching his flank, in a in an and rasping in his attempts to convey his situation. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Offensive <laughs> lineman helps McMahon stand and leave the field. This is the best part. McMahon went to the locker room and reported urine that looked like grape juice. Tidbit, boys. Nice. Tidbit of information of Jim McMahon. Uh, so Ruby red? What? Ruby red grapefruit juice or what? What'd you say? <laughs> Just regular, regular <laughs> grapefruit juice. Oh, okay. Yeah, the purple kind. Got it. Uh, so I think I got this a lot of order here, but that's okay. Uh, anyways, so he's uh, he had a lot of... Um, he had, after he retired, he's he started getting really bad headaches, and he, he was uh, uh, like uh, diagnosed with starting to have dementia. And uh, very young, uh, that was he was 53 when that happened. He was younger than I am now. That was back then. But um, so then he got into that whole filing a class action suit against the NFL, and him and a bunch of dudes, uh, former NFL players. And uh, he was um, the Sports uh, Illustrated wrote an article about it, and and when the, once that article came out, a chiropractor Scott Rosa, who reached out, he reached out to McMahon with an offer of treatment. You see, he was having massive headaches and couldn't remember where he was. He would walk into a, a room and to do a speech, and he couldn't remember why he was there. All this fun stuff, and then uh, well, not fun really, but you know, all this stuff. <laughs> But anyways, this Rosa believed that McMahon's neck was out of alignment caused by his years of playing football. So I'm thinking this guy's a joker, right? Rosa performed an adjustment on his neck that repaired a blockage and allowed spinal fluid to drain normally. The procedure had positive results. Jim McMahon says, quote, The first time he did it, my head was so full of stuff it literally felt like the toilet flushing, he said. I could actually feel the stuff draining out of my head. So McMahon has had daily adjustments, and now he returns and he gets these same adjustments because that's his problem that he keeps getting. Isn't that interesting? That's tidbit, boys. Tidbit. Okay, let's move on here. Uh, Jim McMahon, tidbit, smokes Mm -hmm. a lot of cannabis. He was was taking 100 Percocet pills a month for all of his pains, and now he doesn't have any pain pills but uh, cannabis. Then cannabis, Jason, if you don't know, that is pot. <laughs> I do know. Okay. It's legal in Michigan now. So he does commercials now, and he's trying to get the NFL to uh, legalize it and all that stuff. And then, hey, did you know? Um, oh, this is some good stuff here. I'm almost done, boys. Wait till you hear what he's doing now. You're going to love it. So we have legal trouble coming up in our tidbits. And then we have, um, okay, so you know he's always wearing those dark glasses, right? I thought he was just trying to be cool. But actually, when he was six years old, 
he was trying to untie a knot in a toy gun holster with a fork, and he accidentally severed the cornea in his right eye when the fork slipped. While his vision was saved, the accident left that eye extremely sensitive to light. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that something? Everybody thought he was just, you know. Luckily, he wasn't using a knife. On the yeah, field, okay. he was among the first to wear a helmet fitted with a tinted plastic visor covering the eyes, leading to nicknames like Darth Vader and Black Sunshine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here's another little tidbit, guys. You're going to love this one. Remember how we like David Carr wasn't. Hey, we got extra time. Don't worry. Uh, we, David Carr's great quarterback, not, mm-hmm. you know? Well, McMahon occasionally would play wearing gloves and urged former NFL quarterback David Carr to also wear them. Mm, mm. That's what happened. That explains a lot. That explains everything. Interesting. Okay, so let's see what happens to this guy. He, uh, let's see, that's an X sign. It means I don't say it. Okay, so since retiring from football and when he retired in 97, he has worked as a restaurant owner and a motivational speaker. He was apprehended in Florida for drunk driving in 2003. Upon being pulled over, McMahon allegedly got out of his car and said to the police, I'm too drunk, you got me. <laughs> That's quotes. <laughs> that was actually a blurb. I got the actual recording from the police. Um, and then it was reported in 2012 that um, McMahon was targeted by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, FDIC, for $104 million in bad loans made by the now-closed Chicago-based Broadway Bank, which he was a member of the board. The, FD, the IC wanted to recover <clears throat> the $104 million in loans made by the bank before it was shut down, according to the newspaper. In addition to McMahon, six other former Broadway Bank board members and two former bank executives had been targeted. It is said that McMahon had only approved one loan out of the 17 bad loans for $28 million Miami Beach condo project. This is... This is so boring. <laughs> uh, but he did say in all it's, this hoopla. It's fascinating. He said, I am proud to have served as an outside independent director for a brief part of the bank's history and approved as many bad loans as I could in my short tenure there. He was proud of that. What's he doing now, guys? What's, we, what's he doing now? Let me tell you. You're going to love this. Uh, now, this is all from memory. and I, I did a lot of research. Jim McMahon, often a showman, is taking his act to Vegas. January 4th, 2018. The Bears bad boy, Emeritus, what does that mean? <laughs> Emeritus, will, cl- will co-star in a live Vegas show called Renegades with fellow sports rebels Ter- Terrell Owens and Jose Canseco. Oh, perfect. Starting January 25th, (laughs) McMahon will hold court in the 180-seat Cleopatra's Barge inside Caesar's Palace. It will be a talk show sort of thing, McMahon, who had a hard-partying reputation when he was a quarterback, told Inc. This is the interview. During an interview. (laughs) During an interview. (laughs) uh, Which he brought two cans of Coors Light to. Smart guy. Anyways, so he is got a show in Vegas. Hmm. Interesting. We'll bring one I, guy out at a time for like 20, 25 minutes to tell stories. This is a Vegas show? They're going to sit there and tell stories about what are they going to talk about? Well, I mean, come on. It's Terrell Owens. They're going to have other guests on there like Scott Preston and Rich Lenkoff, the makers of the 85 film producing Renegade show. So, yeah, he was in a movie, too, but I'm not going to go back there. Anyways, that's what he's doing now. He's on Vegas. So he went from quarterback and Bears to headaches 
to smoking pot to Vegas. It's pretty incredible. And some bad loans. Apparently. All right. What are we doing next, boys? Jim McMahon. What do you guys right. think? Pretty good, huh? That was good. So some good tidbits of information in there. Definitely some good tidbits. Um, I learned a lot. I did. I did. And I didn't fall asleep this time, so it was good. Yeah. Um, but, Mike, let's, 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 let's move on. Let's, let's move on to, um, Mike. Yeah. What just happened? Oh, Michael. Mm-mm. What just happened? Oh, <laughs> lots of things. Yeah, well, what really just happened is um, on Friday, uh, Tiger Woods missed a cut to the PGA Championship. Son of a... So I, Dave, now our brother Dave said he was going to win that thing. He did. He's a liar. But Dave must not have known that Tiger has not played golf or even practiced very much golf since he won the Masters. He took, he took a month off. Really? He did. So why obviously, why did he do that and then go into another, another? I don't event. know because he needed to rest his body. I don't know. The, the problem is, and Jay, what did you say earlier? What the other problem with that was? Yeah, the course just didn't doesn't play to his game. I mean, yeah, like, it's too hard. Oh, it's a very difficult course. It's a really long course. <laughs> you know, you, you Most of the guys were, but you know, his second shot, he was way behind on a lot of those guys. So, but they, yeah, you can only do easy courses. Yeah, yeah, they even have a sign up that says the black course is for on, only for highly skilled golfers. It does not say that. Yes, it does. They have it <laughs> absolutely. So that's what just happened. <laughs> Um, that's that's and, good. Yeah. Well, Tiger plays again in two weeks at the Memorial, so we'll see what happens there. But We'll, we'll call know, our brother Dave and good, see if he's going to win again. Good luck, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, we'll get, Brooks we'll Kapka, who won, that's his second PGA win in two years, back-to-back. Yeah, and it's his fourth major, and he's the one that finished second to Tiger at the Masters. Oh, he's catching up to Tiger. So, yeah, it, uh, too bad for Tiger. But, I mean, you don't play in a month. What do you expect? Your timing's off, and you're playing a really difficult course. Yeah, come on, man. It would have been nice for him to at least make the cut. That kind of sucked. But Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. But I, agree. I hear you. So what else just happened, Michael? Yeah, what? Um, Jason's, is, Jason's here, too. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> is that we talked about the Stanley Cup Finals last week. We did. And we made predictions. Oh, and this is good. This is going to be good. So Boston... Uh, beat Carolina. They are in the Stanley Cup Finals. As, as All predicted. four of us picked that. Yep. Um, but right now, St. Louis mm-hmm. is up three games to two on San Jose. Yeah. You are the only one that picked St. Louis. I did. And so if St. Louis, who plays at home tonight, wins, they will be in the Stanley Cup Finals yeah. against Boston. And, and lose to Boston. And then, and then they'll probably so, lose to Boston. What's it say to you guys? I don't know. When are you going to understand that I am a predicting machine? What happened last year before the football season started? And right. I We're not going right. to talk about this I right predicted now. We don't have time. The reason you really picked the Blues is because their logo looks like a music symbol. Exactly. I don't even know what their like logo a, looks a like. Little, what's that, Paul? It's like a music. It's, it's a, yeah, I it's go a music by note. an energetic feeling, and yeah. I have I catch, I just know I do a lot of research on okay. the players and the coaches. So just out of curiosity, next week if San yeah. Jose comes back and beats them, then what are you going to say? I'm gonna just I'm gonna say something different, <laughs> completely different. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. But you know, Mike, that's yeah. re- that's really that's just that's just what happened. <laughs> that's that's what that's happened. It. That's what happened. So let's move on. We're moving. We're moving on to the Big Daddy injury report. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. 
gonna get hurt again. Hey, don't do that! You're gonna fall! Call an ambulance! Get him to the ER! Before he falls down the stairs! Look out! his third ER visit this week. Oh. <laughs> like the oh at the end. Yeah. It's funny because before I start with my, my couple of injuries tonight, I was, so in my, in my new hotel, mm-hmm. my, the sh- actual shop, engineering shop, maintenance shop mm-hmm. is on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And then there's a set of steel s- steps that go up to the second floor. That's where my office is. Mm-hmm. And I was walking down those steps the other day and I almost fell. <laughs> That would have been a good injury report. And the only thing I could think of is coming on here and telling you guys I fell down the stairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you – you know, you are going to fall down the stairs at your new job. And when you do, can you just hit record and go, Lord, help me. Lord, help me, as you fall down the stairs. Then I will literally – I'll try. I'll use that in the actual segment instead right. of – I'll try and do that. But do. hopefully that doesn't happen because those steel steps would hurt. That would hurt a little bit. Bad. So um, – but for tonight, I figured – you know, we've been talking about all the times I've gone to the emergency room, um, but I figured I'd, I'd just throw a couple of injuries out there that um, I didn't have to, or I chose not to go to the emergency room. Figured either we all needed to eat that day. <laughs> or, nice of you, yes. Yeah, I know. Or uh, just save my money, whichever way it was. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about, so when we lived in Livonia on, on He's, um, our next door neighbors at some point got a pool and we used to go over there and swim all the time. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Well, there was one day that, you know, instead of using the stairs to get out of the pool, (laughs) I decided to do a jump over the wall (laughs) and I made the jump. No problem. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. What I didn't know, because I didn't look, was there was a rake on the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> that when and of I landed. You the one spot that there's a rake on the ground. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's a 24-foot round pool, and I picked the one spot the rake. Um, but when I jumped and I hit the rake, thankfully, I don't know how I did it, maybe because I went down immediately when I hit the It was a metal rake, by the way. Oh, my God. And usually what happens when you step on the end of a metal rake, what's going to happen? The rake's going to come up and hit you. In the right? head, yeah. Thankfully, because I hit the side of my right foot and went down immediately, the rake missed me. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I may have gone to the emergency So it flat, flat, swings so up it, and you, it you it fall. Flopped, yeah, and I was falling and it, the rake missed oh, me. But I had some pretty bad scratches on the bottom of my foot. It hurt like hell. But, oh, man. you know, I went inside, I assessed the situation, I wasn't going to die this time, so I figured... No, we are. We'll just throw some Band-Aids on it, and I, I was perfectly fine. Couldn't go in the pool for about a week, but that, I was fine with that. So we owe, we owe that night's evening's food, dinner f- to you. Yeah, because I assessed yeah, the yeah. situation, and, you know, I figured it wasn't bad enough so we could eat. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You're Gosh. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um... So how'd you hop out of that? Because from what I remember on that pool, it had quite a wide like railing on there, the way you can almost you could pretty much sit on it. Yeah. Why didn't you just like hop up and then hop off the? Did you do like a? Jay, there, gonna... there there were probably girls in the pool, and I was trying to impress them. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. <laughs> At least you didn't go over head first. I guess that's. that's yeah. 
Um, that's probably why, because, you know, I was a chick magnet back then. <laughs> yeah, that's muscle. <laughs> that, that's what it was. <laughs> um, so the other injury I'm going to talk about, we'll move on from the pool. Um, the other injury I'm going to talk about, um, so I have a scar on my left arm. Oh, no. What, show it to me. That. Uh, so, oh, God. that's Wow, that little thing. That's about, that's faded a little bit. A little bit. You can't even find it. <laughs> there it is right there. I found there it. it. I found it. There it is right there. So oh, yeah, it's right there. Oh, I yeah. do see it. Anyhow. Yeah. So, yeah, it did take me a while to find it, but I'm <laughs> ribbons of steel now. So I know it's there somewhere. Um, so this happened one night, speaking of hide-and-seek last week. Um, we were playing hide-and-seek outside this time in the dark, so there's no walls to run into. Um, but I was hopping the fence from our backyard to our neighbor's backyard, uh, Hayes's. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a piece of metal sticking up, and oh. and I and I, I I went to hop oh. over the fence, and my foot got caught. Oh! And then my arm just oh. got ripped, ripped on that piece of metal. Oh Lord, Jesus! Oh, and, that I, and, hurts. I, and and I went down, and, oh. and you know, at first I didn't even know that I cut myself because oh, no. you know I'm a man. And <laughs> yep. And uh, so then I, I happened to feel some warm blood dripping down my arm, and I looked, and I was like, son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit. So I went inside. I assessed the situation. <laughs> Thank God you were assessing at that stage of your life. And uh, determined that I could just put a couple Band-Aids on it and <laughs> went went right back out and <clears throat> kept playing hide-and-seek and had a grand old time. And this scar actually is fading quite a bit. It's right here. It's almost But, right. but uh, it used to be a lot more prominent than that. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was, uh, so what I've learned, what I learned most from these two injuries Mm -hmm. is don't try to hop over anything. Okay. That's good. (laughs) All the kids out there don't do what, what big daddy does. Don't Don't hop hop over fences. Don't Don't try to impress girls. So what kind of technique did you use to hop the fence? Cause that's, I think (laughs) the real issue here, cause I know you didn't hop it like a normal person where you put your foot in the fence and like, you know, hop over it. You've tried to just put your hands on top and, and hop whip over. your legs over, right? right? Like Dave does. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I could, I've done it before. It's not like that was the only time I tried it. I was able to do it. It's just that one time <laughs> I missed. <laughs> I have missed a couple. There was times a, doing that. there was another time before that too, but we won't get into that just yet. We'll save it for the next one. Yeah. So, but uh. It's all good. I mean, I got a couple scars out of it. We were able to eat those nights because I assessed the situation, and it was all good. <laughs> Thank God for you. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that was those good times. <coughs> good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. It's either stay, quit, quit hopping stuff, or quit playing hide and seek. One of those two things I got to stop doing. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that was good. Good injury report. I'm um, glad I could share. And uh, so get it all off your chest. Get it all off my chest. I'm getting there. I've still got a long way to go. You do. Um, so let's move on to uh, let's move on to Jason's top ten. Oh yeah, baby. Top ten. Top ten. Top. A top. A top. Top ten. Top. A top ten. A top. 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 A top. A top. Top ten. Alrighty, Michael. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> alrighty, Michael. Thanks for the intro music, hey, man. guys. For Lovely. You, for you, anything. So, 
had to come up with a top 10 list this week, guys. And last, the first two, I know I've done NFL stuff around the draft and everything, which, which was cool. But um, something kind of hit me this weekend with some of the things that were going on with, uh, you know, hockey playoffs and mm-hmm. also just the, the uh, PGA tournament. Um, how Kapka Brooks Kapka almost blew a uh, big, his big lead seven, seven stroke lead, um, and uh, so I, I had this thought of, let's do a top ten list of the worst choke jobs in sports history. Oh yeah, mm. I, like I like that one. There've been some so good ones. A, yeah, there's some good ones. There's a lot of lot out there. I so can I think of one right now. <laughs> I'm sure you can, Michael. <laughs> so, I narrowed it down to ten. Now these are my opinion, obviously. Okay. So, there are a lot of them out there. Don't make me cry and don't make me mad. Go ahead. You may cry, but I, <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything about that. So, at number ten, we're gonna start with our beloved Detroit Tigers in 2009. That team was pretty loaded that season, but uh, they went into the final four games. Um, so they had Tigers were up three games up on the twins in the, in the division with four games remaining. And somehow they managed to lose all four games and miss oh, the playoffs. Jesus. Thanks um, Detroit. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a pretty big choke job wow. considering, you know, they were up three games, so should have easily uh, clinched that to get to the playoffs. Yeah. They didn't. Um, at, at number nine, I've got the, this one, Mike, you might cry. Nuh-uh. Sorry. No. Got the New England Patriots oh, versus the New York Giants in Super Bowl Forty Two. Oh, oh boy! Now, what made this a big choke job was the Pats were sixteen and zero in the regular season, eighteen and one. But boy, that one loss, that one hurt. Yeah. That was the loss in the Super Bowl. Oh, the, Giants. Oh, oh, oh. So, the amazing thing is, is that they also play the Giants for their season finale game that made them sixteen and zero. Yeah, yeah, they beat them pretty yep, easily. They did. Well, that's yeah. why they were 16 and 0, Michael. So you you are correct. They yeah. did beat them. They beat them. Thank you. Yeah. So, so real so real quick, yeah. Jay. I'm also really sad about that because I have the uh, original Super Bowl ticket from the first Super Bowl Patriots won against the Rams. And prior to them losing that game, that ticket, if they had won and went 19 and 0, would have been worth anywhere from five to ten grand. Thanks, mm, thanks, Mike. Poor me. <laughs> what yeah, the well, hell did I do? Jesus. Anyhow. Okay. All right. Sorry. Back to my list. That's okay. Um, <laughs> at number eight, I've got the 1986 World Series, Boston Red Sox versus the New York Mets. Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers the Bill Buckner mm-hmm. error at first base, but that was game six. They actually blew game seven. They still had an opportunity to win it when they still did. Mm. So pretty big joke job there because that was a pretty good uh, Red Sox team. At number seven, I named this one the Stanford Band Play mm. of 1982. Um, that was the Cal uh, Cal Bears versus Stanford. Um, Stanford was up 20 to 19 in this game with four seconds left. When Cal ran a kick back, they had five lateral passes, and for some reason, the band decided to take the field. <laughs> Marching band coming across the field, and it was pretty much utter chaos. Well, California <laughs> scored and won the game. Oh, my Lord. At number six, I've got the Oakland A's versus Cincinnati Reds in the 1990 World Series. Um, the reason I have this one at number six is that team for the A's was loaded. Very, very good team. 
dominated, were definitely picked to win. They got swept by the Reds in four games. Wow. So, pretty big that. choke job there that. for a team that they was had to, definitely they had picked to, bash, to win. They had the Bash brothers on that team. Yes, they did. Is that the one where Jose Canseco, the ball hit him in the head? It might have been. Might have been. That yeah. is pretty funny. All right. Getting into the top five now. Number five, getting into golf, 1996 Masters. Greg Norman mm. um, went in to Sunday with a six-stroke lead, and after, that was after shooting a 63 on day one, which was a course record. Ended up blowing the six-stroke six, uh, lead to, um, oh, boy, I forgot his name. Do you know who it was? <laughs> I forget. Still, it's one Jose of the biggest. Jim McMahon. You got it, Mike. Jim McMahon. <laughs> um, so it was the biggest choke. It's still actually the biggest choke job in golf history. And that's Nick, why I brought up Nick, Nick, Fel, Nick Feldo. Nick Feldo. Thank you. That's who it was. Um, but, yeah, definitely a big. Uh, yeah, that one hurts. Yeah, that one hurts there. Yeah. Going in with six strokes mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> on, into the Sunday. Um, number four, the 1993 AFC wildcard game against uh, the Houston Oilers and the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Oh, oh my goodness. I remember that one. I remember so the Oilers, that. Yeah, the Oilers were up 35-3 to three in the third quarter. Wow. And what makes this the biggest choke job for Houston Oilers is that the Bills beat them with backup quarterback Frank Reich. Yeah. They ended up winning in overtime 41-38. Oh, so, wow. That is insane. Just can't. Have that happen. Oh, here we so go. So now we're getting into the top three. Top three. This is where you guys might be surprised. So at number three, <laughs> we have the 1990 boxing fight of Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas. Oh, yeah, that's a. That, so, yes. <laughs> I just saw a documentary on him. It's very interesting yeah. why he lost that fight. So, Buster Douglas was a 42 to 1 underdog in that game or that oh. boxing or match. Um, definitely still considered one of the biggest upsets in boxing history. Um, Douglas knocked him out in round 10. Oh, yeah. Man. God, I remember that. I remember paying the pay per view for that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. At number two, we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the New England Patriots yeah. in Super Bowl 51. Um, again, another huge lead for Atlanta, 28 to three in the third quarter. Patriots, Patriots made a great comeback. Obviously, behind Tom Brady, who's one of the well is the best quarterback in NFL history. Um, won in overtime, 34-28. And I think the the best thing about this was the Patriots defense actually shut Atlanta out in the second half. Yeah. Um, mm. So huge choke job by Atlanta, considering I think we were all watching that, yeah, thinking pretty much they had it, it won. Was over. Yeah, yeah, I thought the game was over, too. But, you know, was it them choking, or was it the Patriots being that superior? Um, I mean, a lot of things happened in that game. Yeah, I'd, I'd, say, it's, I'd say it's a little bit of both. I think yeah. the, I think the Atlanta definitely choked, but I think the Patriots played a hell of a lot better in that second uh, half. Yeah. Well, yeah. the rest of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. I mean, I think it was a little bit of both. I hear you. So you guys might have thought that was going to be number one. I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought, you know, but it's, I looked at it from a standpoint of, you know, that was a – a big team victory. Obviously, a lot of things happened in that game for the Patriots. I'm not going to say they got lucky, but they had some balls bounce their way, right? But at number one, 
They did, Mike. They did, Mike. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yes, Go ahead. Really? Okay. You want to get into that conversation? That way, we will. You We're gonna. Edelman you don't know what you're talking about. Inches off the ground. Yeah, okay. anyway. Well, that was a great catch. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Lucky. Okay. <laughs> it was not lucky. <laughs> so big. At number one. This yeah. one might hurt. The 1993 NCAA basketball oh. championship. Oh. Michigan versus yeah. North Carolina. This, our our this. beloved Chris Weber. Oh, the timeout. Uh, what a dumbass. The timeout with 11 seconds left, two points down. They were down 73-71. The funny thing about that is he actually traveled <laughs> as well. So mm. The refs mm. missed it, and then he came down to the corner, called timeout. There were no timeouts. They, no. There were no timeouts, so that was a technical technical foul. And North Carolina oh, God, ended up winning the game so 77-71. So, so to bad. me – that's the biggest choke job yeah. in sports history just because they probably would have won the national championship. Yeah. Oh, they definitely would have won it. Finally. Um, in Chris's defense, Chris, if you're listening, I'm standing up for you, okay? If you watch, and I've watched these replays a hundred yeah. times, if you watch the replay, there is a person on the bench standing up saying yeah, I saw timeout. Saying timeout. And Chris was looking at him. And, and called the timeout. So yeah, really, that is true. Yeah. And I thought it was also funny that once they called the timeout and they're kind of getting to the, the sideline there, there's a couple of basketball players clapping as well. Like it was a good thing. Right. Yeah. Obviously, nobody knew really what was going on. Right, but, exactly. Um, oh, uh, boy. How does that team? Not a, not a good time to make that mistake. No. And didn't, didn't they go to three Final Fours in a row? No, they went to two Final Fours. And, and, yeah. And they both. Yeah. Jesus. But, I mean, how does a team that good with that good of players not win a national championship? I don't know. Here's one reason. They ran into Duke the first year, who was better than yeah. them, and then the timeout. Yeah. They should have beat North Carolina, though. They were better than that team. So, guys, oh, totally that's my right. top ten this week. Hope you enjoyed that. We loved it. That was good. That was a very that good was very top good. ten. Very good top ten. A couple surprises, but yeah, um, still a really good top ten. I agree. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. Good stuff. So. You know, we're not really talking a lot of sports today, except for the top ten and lost and found. We don't like have any. Well, we talked nothing? about what just happened. Yeah, we I know, talked about sports. But is anything the only else segment? The only segment we haven't talked about sports, Michael, is the injury report. That's true. And it's really kind of sporty because I was hopping things. And it was very sporty. You know, you're a very sporty <laughs> injury guy. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get this show wrapped up and move on to the final take. All right, you got a big daddy. Big daddy. Michael. So, so I have been uh, holding back to tears this whole show because, like we said in the beginning, I know you're gonna laugh, but <laughs> like I said in the beginning, and we talked about last week, we are making changes to the show, mm-hmm. and we have decided streamlining, baby, streamlining. We're, we're we're moving on up, and and I think I think the changes we're gonna make, biggest change is the name of the show. Mm-hmm. So this was the final Big Daddy Sports Minute podcast. You won't hear Big Daddy Sports Minute come out of our mouths again, unless we're talking <laughs> about the past. What was that, Jay? Jason's like, yay! <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what we're doing is we're we're changing it to hanging with the brothers, sports talk from the fans' perspective, featuring 
pulpy daddy to me. <laughs> That's a mouthful. It is, but I like you, it. You know, I like it. I think it's. Uh, I think it's going to take us places that we haven't been to yet, and mm-hmm. I think it's a. Uh, it's a great change. It does hurt a little bit because I did create Big Daddy Sports Minute, but you did. I'm still featured, so it's okay. <laughs> it's your show, Big Daddy. <laughs> so, um, so I'm. I will. I'm happy to announce that next week, we will officially start the show off. With hanging with the brothers, our new wow. title. It's gonna be our called hanging with the brothers. How are you gonna say hanging. it in the beginning? You're gonna say, "Welcome to Boob- hanging with the brothers." <laughs> Sports talk from the final team. No, I'm no. gonna say the same thing I say, except instead of saying Big Daddy Sports Minute, I'll say, "Welcome to hanging with the brothers." Sports talk from the fans' perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy to me. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm excited about it. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's been many weeks in the, in talking about it. Mm-hmm. So everybody, look out for updates on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're changing everything. It's all happening. It's all happening. So hopefully we don't lose all the followers we have because they can't find us. Well, that's why we put out updates and yeah. All of our personal if pages. If to this show, they'll know where to find us. Exactly. And if you're listening, yes, you'll know where to just search Hanging with the Brothers. We're going to resend out all the invites for the pages and all that stuff. So um, so I hope you guys are excited as I am. Oh, I can God. I can so see good. the look in your eyes that you're just holding back to your, your excitement, which is good. So Wait, wait so for excited. next week. So excited. So, um, so, yeah, that's what we got. We're officially no longer... Big Daddy Sports Minute. Mm-mm. So I might have to have an extra drink tonight, but I'll be okay. You'll be okay. I'll be all right. You're so still bigger, better things. You're still in the, the show. We haven't kicked you out of the show yet. Exactly. So for right now, you can find us on Facebook at Big Daddy Sports Minute. There you go. can uh, find us on Twitter at BD Sports Minute. Instagram, BD Sports Minute. Uh, I'm, I'm probably most excited with the fact that when we do switch to Hanging with the Brothers, we will get on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're looking at other places to go also. So, um, one more time. I know we talked about it yesterday, Mike, but I got to ask you one more time. Where can we follow you? <laughs> you can follow me in my big white truck driving down Highway 100 all the way home. All right, Jay, yeah. one more time, man. Where, where do we follow you? I gave up my Instagram last week. <laughs> yeah, so they, they didn't hear it then. They didn't get it last week. Yeah, they're not going to get it. Uh, all right. Well, well, we'll figure out something different next week. But, all right, great show. Say goodbye to Big Daddy Sports Minute. Bye. It was a great time. Bye. Goodbye. We'll see you all next week. Big Daddy's out. <laughs>